the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, the Fed did what we thought the Fed would do yesterday, Federal Reserve, that is. They raised interest rates uh, by three-quarters of a percentage point, the biggest hike since 1994. A lot of biggest since notations in the Joe Biden presidency. Uh, Biggest since with inflation, um, gas prices, on and on and on and on. Uh, Joe Biden wanted to be uh, big. Oh, he's big. He's the biggest since. Although there's never been anybody quite as bad as Joe Biden. I think he uh, wins the booby prize for worst president in American history, and it took him less than half his presidency to get there. Uh, Prior to this, in my lifetime, the worst president was Jimmy Carter. And I voted for Jimmy Carter. Yes, I fell in for I was an idealistic young college kid. I fell in for the old peanut farmer. And back then, I believed that Republicans were the party of big business, and I had two union factory workers as moms and dads, and we were scraping to get to, you know, get by. And we made just enough money that we didn't qualify for any financial aid for my brother when he went to college. And my parents worked hard, and they paid their bills. And, you know, they they bought into the Carter lie, too. Plus, we were pretty excited about having a Christian as president. But Jimmy Carter, well, interest rates went through the roof, prices went through the roof, and the more he did the job, uh, the worse he looked doing it. Sound familiar? Yes, it does. Well, back then, we had a president who rescued us from Jimmy Carter's ineptitude. That president was Ronald Reagan. And this was the campaign theme sounded by Ronald Reagan, which I can certainly picture will be the same campaign theme sounded by whoever in 2024. His answer to all this misery... He tries to tell us that we're only in a recession, not a depression, as if definitions, words, relieve our suffering. Let it show on the record that when the American people cried out for economic help, Jimmy Carter took refuge behind a dictionary. Well, if it's a definition, if it's a definition he wants, I'll give him one. A recession is when your neighbor loses his job. A depression is when you lose yours. And recovery is when Jimmy Carter loses his. I would steal that line if I were Ron DeSantis, if I were Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton, Nikki Haley. No, I didn't mention Donald Trump because I keep holding out hope that Trump will not run. That Trump, even though robust, 
even though a fantastic president from a policy perspective, Donald Trump will be 78 years old in November of 2024. Will he still be robust? Yes, I anticipate that he will be. But I would hope that there is a way that we can find someone who has Trump's innate ability to connect with people, his prescient awareness of sound physical policy, and yet has the governor on his emotions and his social media postings that Donald Trump did not. Now, I have no doubt that whoever the Republicans decide to run in 2024, if it's not Donald Trump, will be labeled by the lying mainstream media as worse than Trump. I mean, Ron DeSantis has already given them play. He'll be the anti-LGBTQ president. He'll be the anti-Disney president. He'll be worse than Trump. And they'll make that label apply to everyone. We have to get to the point, as I've said many times, that we ignore the labels. And the thing about Trump is he's unignorable. He awakens the opponents of his policies to the degree that he could actually lose to Joe Biden a second time. He actually could because I don't think he, I don't, I'm I'm not saying that he, that he would merit losing to Joe Biden a second time, but I'm saying that there are enough dopey fools who would believe the lies spouted about Trump, and they're still doing it a year and a half after he left the Oval Office, that I think it's possible he could lose to Biden. Now, what I'm hoping for is, I don't think Biden's going to run. I think Trump would definitely run against Biden because he would want to right the wrong of the 2020 election. And I would like the 2024 election to be about 2024 and beyond, not about 2020 and 2021 to 2024, the Biden presidency. I mean, there's a certain amount of you make the guy responsible for the record that he has, but this election in 2024 has to be about the future. We're going to get immeasurable momentum from the 2022 midterms. That's settled issue. We might not win in Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz against John Fetterman. I'm pretty certain we're going to win with J.D. Vance against Tim Ryan. I think we'll have a narrow majority in the Senate. We're going to have a big majority in the House. And hopefully we don't screw that up. Hopefully Americans don't believe the lies that, oh, I can't get anything done because of Republicans. I mean, right now he's blaming Republicans. And the Democrats control both sides of Congress. So imagine how much he'll blame them once they get control of the House and the Senate in 2022. Now, as I mentioned, the Fed raised its rates yesterday. And there are those who think that this is an impossibility to get inflation under control without our economy going into recession. Jerome Powell, and I don't know why we would pay any attention to this guy, because he was absolutely dead wrong on inflation. He was absolutely dead wrong to continue spending and buying up assets and leaving the interest rate near 0% all the way up through March. But Jerome Powell, again, remember how many times he's been wrong. 
says not to fear there will not be a recession you see some some things getting sales going down but overall spending is very strong the consumers in really good shape financially they're spending there's no sign of a broader slowdown that i can see in the economy mm-hmm. people are talking about it a lot consumer confidence is very low that's probably related to gas prices no no sign of a slowdown that you see you just raised interest rates and made it a lot harder for people to swallow hard and borrow money to buy a house okay so what happens if people stop buying houses construction goes down is that a big industry in the u.s uh yes okay if there's less money out there businesses can't borrow money at zero percent are they going to invest in new locations or are they going to pull back until things calm down they're going to pull back until things calm down which is going to lead to what layoffs when people are laid off do they spend as much money as they would normally spend answer no what is the result of that wendy's mcdonald's home depot lowe's All those companies' revenue goes down because people aren't spending. What happens when those companies' revenue goes down? Oh, they lay people off. They lay more people off, joining the construction workers and the people who make lumber and the people who make other building materials. So I have no idea what Jerome Powell is talking about, nor does Jerome Powell, I might add, when he says that they're raising interest rates in an increment higher than they've ever raised it since 1994. Did you notice the stock market? Say, yeah, yesterday it was back up, Bruce. The stock market really liked what happened with the Fed. Yeah, did you notice it today? Today it's down. A couple analysts yesterday on CNBC were saying, I'd get out and I'd get out now. Now, I don't advocate getting out. I don't give financial advice. Don't go by my financial advice. Go by the financial advice of our friend Josh Pick, who joins us every Monday for Money Monday. But I'm just saying, for Jerome Powell to say, I see no signs the economy is slowing down. On the day that he's raised interest rates three-quarters of a point, higher than most people thought up until a couple weeks ago when gas spiraled out of control, that's a stupid statement by Jerome Powell. We talk a lot about education on the show, trying to protect our kids from crazy, woke agendas out there in our schools. And uh, we're always told by the left that, you know, there's nothing to fear. Everything's fine. We're not grooming. We're not looking at your kids as possible victims. That's all, you know, crazy. Hmm. Well, a former Upper Arlington teacher and head football coach who also coached at Bishop Reedy has been indicted on multiple charges of rape and sexual assault involving a minor. Now, the crimes happened a long time ago, 2000 to 2003. Uh, The accused's name is Joel Cutler. He was a gym teacher at Greensview Elementary School. He's been employed by the UA District since 1999. Charged with two counts of rape, four counts of sexual battery, three counts of unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. So what has happened was this happened... Uh, way back 2000 to 2003, and the victim, the alleged victim, uh, has just in the past year made authorities aware of this. 
Uh, Cutler was placed on leave by the district and did not teach last year. Uh, but as I said, he was the head football coach at Upper Arlington from 2014 to 2018. And also, then after uh, getting fired from that job or leaving that job, I'm not sure how that ended, but he ended up at Bishop Reedy where he's the head football coach for two years in 2019 and in 2020. He was also investigated by the district in UA for the handling of health and wellness wellness issues with his football players. Now, everybody is, of course, innocent until proven guilty, but it is troubling that somebody who taught at the school and taught at an elementary school has been charged because, of course, authorities do not charge people without um, taking very seriously the filing of those charges. And you have seen during this month in particular, Pride Month, a proliferation, a glorification of drag queens. Drag queens are men who dress as women. They do not do it, well, I don't know why they do it, other than they're um, twisted and evil. And those who do it in school settings, library settings, are doubly so because they are trying to corrupt children. And my assumption is also trying to sexually victimize children or to, at the very least, pervert their understanding of the roles that men and women play in our society. Uh, This has gained a troublesome, I was going to say puzzling, but it's not puzzling, a troublesome approval from the highest levels of our society. Nancy Pelosi appeared on RuPaul's television show in the past several days, talking about what a treasure RuPaul, a man who has a female persona uh, in costume, has. Nationwide Children's Hospital, I've talked before about Nina West, their mental health advocate. Yes, what can we do to help a child's mental health? Hey, how about if we send a dude dressed as a woman with pink hair to loudly and bombastically go into their room and interrupt their day and talk about how the most important person in life is themselves and ingrain an idea of selfishness? Oh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And they're doing it. And they're doing it at Nationwide Children's Hospital. Look on their website. You'll have no problem finding it under On Our Sleeves, their mental health campaign. Now, uh, Michigan... I don't even need to tell you this, but just to be clear, Democrat Attorney General Dana Nessel yesterday speaking at a civil rights conference in the state capital of Lansing uh, started spouting. Uh, she's, again, she's at a civil rights conference. And all of a sudden, shocker of shockers, the first uh, homosexual woman elected to public office at the state level in Michigan, starts talking about drag queens. And her quote, drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. A drag queen for every school. Whoops, she said the quiet part out loud. And when she was later caught in her duplicity by a reporter who happened to be overhearing her comments, She said she was joking around to make the point that concerns with children being exposed to drag queens is a, quote, fake issue. Well, I'm sure 
it's a fake issue to her, but it is not a fake issue to parents. And if you see video online of any pride parade throughout the United States these days, you will see egregious simulated sex acts performed by drag queens in full view of minor children. I do not know why. Uh, These uh, people are not charged with indecent exposure, uh, corruption of a minor. Any and all of those charges would seem appropriate in these cases. Now, Michigan has its state primary election coming up on August the 2nd. And they have a spirited battle to try to win the Republican nomination for governor because... If you have political ambitions, I mean, what more inviting target could you possibly have than Gretchen Whitmer, given how crazed and woke she is? So both candidates on the Republican side who are vying for the governor's spot on the ballot opposite Gretchen Whitmer took uh, aim at these comments from Gretchen Whitmer's attorney general. One of them, Garrett Soldano, uh, referred to the Attorney General as part of the, quote, woke groomer mafia. He said, I don't co-parent with the government. My pronouns, conservative patriot. (laughs) Yeah, the next time you're somewhere and somebody says, what are your preferred pronouns? You'll get quite a reaction if you respond with conservative and patriot. Or as Gina Carano, the... uh, Actress once responded, uh, bit, bop, boop are my preferred pronouns. Uh, the woke, the continuing uh, gubernatorial candidate Garrett Solano, Soldano's, excuse me, quote, I don't co-parent with the government. My pronouns, conservative patriot. The woke groomer mafia wants to indoctrinate and subjugate our kids to their woke fantasies. It's time to fight back. Yes, it is time to fight back. It's beyond time to fight back. We started fighting back last fall with school board elections, and we're going to have to continue to keep fighting. We're going to have to continue to not relax. See, the the temptation is when you get Diana Rigby on the board in Dublin, when you get preferred candidates on in Upper Arlington, when you get two candidates on in Jonathan Alder and two in Hilliard and a couple in Southwestern City Schools, It's like, okay, well, now it's your problem. You go take care of it. No. No. We can't cede control of our kids to teachers. And we also, once electing conservative members to school boards, shout out, Big Walnut did it too. You got to continue to go to meetings. You got to continue to support them. You got to continue to have their back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.